Hey, this is Pam Perry. So today we're going to talk about how to accelerate your brand and the exact steps that you need in order to do that. And one of the things is about building a platform. So we're going to talk about building a platform and how you do that when you're really starting out with maybe nothing and all you have is social media and a book. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about how to go about putting together your platform by using social media. And one of the best ways is that when you are in the position of producing a book, launching a book, trying to get a book deal, trying to get the attention of a literary agent, you need this information. You need to accelerate your brand. You're going to need the power of social media to show the social proof and also to build community of readers. So that's what we're going to talk about, about how to really build that and some of the best practices in doing that. It's not just about posting what's in it, you know, what I ate for lunch, what I'm doing today, but it's a strategic approach. But I'll talk about some of the best practices because you may feel overwhelmed, like it's just so much. It really isn't if your messaging is down. So building a platform is really, really key. Give you a little bit of background about who I am. I'm a publicist, trained publicist for over three decades, working in corporate side, working in nonprofits. I worked at a couple of PR agencies where I worked on Ford Motor Company. I worked on McDonald's. I worked on Dunkin' Donuts. I've also been like the PR director of the Salvation Army and the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History. And so in between a lot of those those experiences, I've always been consistent of working with authors and speakers, thought leaders, subject matter experts, those that really have a message that want to change the world, bring hope and healing, bring motivation and inspiration. That has been my heartbeat of doing that. But I want people to do it excellently and using the same skills that I use in the agencies or working in the marketing departments of other corporations, that we do that as well for our personal brand, for our personal brand as an author. And one of the best marketing tools, you'll hear me interchange this a lot, is the author speaker because the best marketing tool that you have for your book is for you to speak. So I put those two together, author and speaker. So primarily what I do is I help authors and speakers get out there and get known, which is the name of my podcast as well. But this is going to be more like a workshop. It won't be a podcast. So I'm going to share a PowerPoint presentation and it'll go over some of the best practices of how to use social media to build your brand, accelerate your brand, build a platform to attract media and to attract publishing contracts and also to to excite your readers. All right. So with that, we're going to get to it. So we're going to talk about the power of social media. Again, like I said, some of the I will go over 10 best practices for that. All right. So who am I online? So why should you listen to this woman? Like who is Pam Perry, right? So I've been doing this a little while and I, like I said, trained as a publicist. So I know journalism. I know how to write press releases and I know how to pitch them out to the media. But social media changed the game. So around 2010 or so, I really, really, really embraced the whole social media. I call it PR 2.0. PR 1.0 is when you're just talking to the media and you and there's a gatekeeper. Well, obviously, when social media became the thing, it became like, wow, the gatekeepers are gone. You can go directly to the media. You can go directly to the radio stations, directly to the TV stations, 
to the producers. You can go directly to the newspapers, go right to the reporters or to the editors or right to the magazines. You can go right to the publisher or you can go right to the, the writer. So one of the things is that I realized that, especially for authors, and I realized that for authors early on, so much early on in the days of MySpace, uh, Stacey Hawkins Adams, I think she was with Waterbrook Press, I believe she was with Waterbrook Press, and uh, also Kim Brooks. Those were two fiction authors, Christian fiction authors that I was working with, and I told them to get a MySpace account. Oh my God, you would have thought I told them that they should go date the devil because they did not want to do it. But I said, I need you to connect directly with your readers. They did it. They found that MySpace was not a, not a, um, wasn't really as intuitive as Facebook, but it wasn't a lot of evil people. They, there were other people who was in their community on MySpace. Eventually they moved over to Facebook and then they really blew up there. It was really hard for them because most writers write in a cave. And so to really engage in social media was really hard for them, but I taught them how to do that. And their publishers were really excited about that as well because they began to grow in popularity. People were sharing their information, all of that. So I've been doing this, that was way before 2010, but really became very, very adamant about it and really started speaking on the speaking circuit about social media. So building their platforms on social media was what Stacey Hawkins Adams has done, Kim Brooks has done, uh, Ty Adams has done a lot of the different ones. And I've even Dr. Cindy Trim as well. She's one of the first ones I put on some of the podcasts and things like that. And she says, now, what is this? I said, this is a podcast. Way back in the day, we were doing podcasts. And I said, you're going to share it out on Twitter? On Twitter? I said, no, on Twitter. <laughs> you tweet, but you share it out on Twitter. So who am I online? One of the first things that um, all my business accounts, um, primarily is about 62,000 uh, people that are following me on uh, the different platforms, uh, 5,867 on LinkedIn, one of my favorites, uh, 22,000 on one particular Twitter account. And then there's also uh, 6,000 or so followers on one particular Instagram. Uh, all of these are like the business ones. And then there's Facebook, not my personal page, but my business page has over 7,000 followers. And then YouTube as well. YouTube is another one where I have roughly about 425 followers, but not views, but just followers, people who subscribe to the channel. So that's who I am online. LinkedIn is different, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So why do we use social media anyway? Why do we use it um, for building our platform? If we're an author, you should just write and, you know, how do I, how do, I do it? So first of all, we have to know that 60% of all traffic that go to websites comes from our mobile devices, right? Mobile is our life. We hardly ever go anywhere without our phone. I even have mine right here. Uh, it's it's on silent. Uh, and then the other thing is great for SEO. The whole digital world has changed. Our platforms aren't just when we, we speak at a conference or when people meet us. People are going to Google you. So the name of the game is to be Googleicious, right? You want to create traffic to go to the website, but the website has to convert. This is not a, a class on websites, but you do want to make sure that you're getting traffic to the website. Social media does that. You also can reach a global audience at little or no cost. Okay. You can use some, you're putting in time, but you definitely can use social media versus television and on Super Bowl 
$14 million for a Super Bowl ad or use social media? Which one do you have that's handy? Social media. And the other one is amplifies your message to give you credibility because if you have a tribe, like it just shows you where I have 62,000 across all the social medias, the five social media uh, on one business account, that you really amplify the message about how to get out there, get known. I'm talking about marketing, PR, branding. I'm talking about how to really position yourself, how, how to get publicity on all the platforms. So it enhances the message as well as giving credibility. And then also is social proof. So if you look on LinkedIn, I probably have about 120 recommendations from clients over the years. And then also, too, you can get reviews on your Facebook page as well. It's social proof. It's like, what are people saying about you? Just like Amazon does. Amazon is his own social media, but Amazon reviews, people really weigh in on those. They want to know how many stars are you getting? Is it five stars? You know, is it a five-star rating in podcast? People want to know what are the ratings are. So social media does that especially Facebook, you want to make sure in LinkedIn that you're asking for reviews and that you're also asking for recommendations. And you can also have a book page that can ask for recommendation and reviews as well. So that's a whole other thing. And the other thing, the most important thing is that it creates community. It creates community for your readers. And out of the, the, the global digital age, now we're talking about billions of people. So we're talking between 5 billion and 4 billion people that are on the internet every single minute of every single day, right? That is, that is where they are. So today we're going to talk about the big three. First I said three, then I said four, and then I said five, because it's really five. Really, we can add another six one with the other the other social media platform that I don't want people to sleep on. And maybe I'll ask uh, Brian, um, maybe I can come back and just talk only about Amazon because it's his own beast, I guess you would say, his own platform. But right now we're going to um, talk about Facebook, the first, first blue F, the Twitter, not the Twitter, but the Twitter, the LinkedIn, the Instagram, and the YouTube. So let me give you the formula of really social media success of how to accelerate your brand. So the first thing is we call it ACT, A-C-T. You need to attract, you need to get attention. That is why people are dancing on TikTok and trying to get the, the funny jokes or, you know, they're doing the professional photo shoots and all of that because they are have to attract. In order to sell, you've got to get the attention. So you have to attract them in order to get their attention. Next thing you have to do is convert. And you're converting from the standpoint that once you get their attention, what is your call to action? What do you want them to do? You want them to go to the website. You want them to go to Amazon. You want them to join your email list. You want them to just follow you on social media for a while. What is the conversion that you want them to do? Once you have their, you've attracted them, you have their attention and you're converting them. Then you want to transform them into readers, customers, or clients, right? That's one of the main things. You want to turn them into a customer, a raving fan, a, a, a reader, someone who really, really just loves and adores your work. So that's the formula. How do you do that? By providing valuable content. Writers have content. So valuable content. And if you're not really out towards the end of the presentation, I'll tell you some simple ways where you can actually make things look visual, visually appealing as well. And then also, you it's about time. So how long does it take? So if your book is coming out in three months and you're just now getting on social media and just now getting a website, you're a little bit late. 
it does take time, six months, maybe a year, to really build up a robust platform. Not saying that you won't have any type of uh, bump in sales, but you do want to give it some time. You want to give it at least, like, like if you were having a baby, the first trimester, the second trimester, and the third trimester. So at least nine months, because at the end of nine months, your baby is born, which is your book. Right? So you want to give it some time to grow, to mature, to really come to full fruition towards the end so people will understand who you are. So valuable content plus time will equal the success that you need for a customer, client, or a reader. Those are the things. that is. So once I start getting into all of the other things about building your brand, accelerating your brand online, building the platform, Please don't feel like it's overwhelming because remember, it's a very simple formula, ACT Act. Attract, attention, uh, convert, give them a call to action. Don't sell, but just a call to action in a very meaningful way by providing valuable content. And then they will make the decision to decide to become part of your tribe or even become a reader. So the bottom line of all social media overall is to drive traffic to your website. And the website cannot be whack. It needs to work and it needs to convert. When I say convert, either they're going to click a buy button or they're going to connect with you in an email. And once they connect with you in an email, then they will then decide if they want to buy from you. Right. So the whole point of it is that your website is your store. So it is to drive traffic. Websites, social media alone is not where you need to spend all of the time. Your website is your home. Social media is the gathering place. That's like the party. But you really know that real things happen on your property. Out there, you're renting your website you own. So you want to make sure that you are driving those folks that are on the freeway and they're just like, you want to direct that traffic back to your place, back to your home. Okay. That's the main thing. Hurry up. Hurry up. Okay. So I'm going to go over Facebook and Instagram. So Facebook and Instagram, these two are owned by each other. If you didn't know that, they used to call it Meta, Meta but that, you know, we're going to call it Facebook for right now. So I have a business page. If you're an author, you can have an author page. Sometimes people have books for their page for particular um, um, titles, but I say if you're an author, you're going to have more than one book, so you want to keep, you don't want to keep creating different pages, so you want to have an author page and then have all your books on there, so the best part that you could do for either one of these, Facebook and Instagram, is making sure, again, that the website link is in your about section. In your about section, you can use a photo that looks very similar. Obviously, one is different for mine. My Facebook is an entrepreneur page, and then I have an Instagram. Both of them have the about section. In the Instagram, there's only one bio that is a blue link. Blue links means it's hyper, means you click it, and you go right to a, another site. So you want to make sure that you put in your about section on Facebook the website first, the description the same thing with Instagram, making sure that, that that link, you only get one link. So if you have several links that you want to send people to, you can use something like a link tree. I personally use Shorby, S-H-O-R dot B-Y. That's what I use. And then 
then the other part is the photos and the content, uh, making sure that it's the, the color palettes are the same that goes with your brand. So you want to stay on point with that as well. Why? Because we want to do the ACT. We want to attract, we want to convert, send them to a website, and we want to transform them into customers. Basic part of that. And that's where you see a lot of attention given so much on the photos and things like that. That is important, but also the content on those descriptions of those posts are important as well. So I invite you to just kind of take a look at mine and see how I'm doing that. The other part, best practices, and I love LinkedIn. You'll find that I'm very partial to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, is one place where you're going to have a cover photo. You'll have one on Facebook as well, but on my entrepreneurial page, I actually have a video. So you kind of can take a look at that. So you can actually use a short video, 15 seconds, or you can use a cover. I use a video because video is is for that A, attention and attraction. Video is the is number one. You know, words are, you know, it takes a picture for a thousand words. Video is a million. Okay. So, you know, it says, oh, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, video is worth a million. So on my Facebook cover, I have a video, all right? On my LinkedIn, my cover art, the green that you see right there, that is actually a one piece of art that I use on LinkedIn. And I also use it, uh, LinkedIn, I also use it on my YouTube as well, okay? And you will also see it, go here, you'll see it on my Twitter, so you'll see it on my LinkedIn, my Twitter, and my YouTube, the same cover, right? Different sizes. You have to give them size to the right size for each one, okay? Because, of course, it's not, they didn't make it easy for us. But you'll just know if you're going to a designer and just say, I need a, a LinkedIn size cover, a Twitter size cover, and a YouTube size cover so that they all match with their brand. People will understand within that cover should be a call to action. Again, attention conversion so you could do the transformation so within the cover on linkedin there is a picture picture is the solid picture that the same one that i use on my um other pictures you know basically basic picture you know professional one but also too within linkedin you can do a video that introduces yourself to whoever lands on your page so again pictures are worth a thousand words videos a million so Wherever there's an option to do video, please do so. So I have a picture, but I also have, if you hover over the video, over my picture, it goes down into a, a I think it's a seven second video. All right. So that's where your messaging really has to come in place in terms of being succinct. So within this, the, what you'll find in, in LinkedIn is your activity, which are your post status updates, but also to your experience. And you can have a page for you as an author, if you're a publishing author, or you can just, if you're with a, if you're published with a particular uh, house, if you're with Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can say you're author with Chicken Soup for the Soul and put that icon there. And it'll go over to that page of Chicken Soup for the Soul because they'll have a business page. But if you are your own publishing company, then make sure that you put that down as an experience that you're an author that you have an icon for your publishing company and it has its own page. An example, for me, I have um, Pam Perry PR, which is a company name. You click that, it go over to a page, but I also publish Speakers Magazine. I'm the publisher. You can click Speakers Magazine, 
go to Speakers Magazine, you see this over to the right here. And then from there, you'll see that I also have a newsletter. That's one thing that I love about LinkedIn, where you can do a newsletter. And all those are, are just basically your articles that are going out. You can have them weekly, you can have them monthly, you can bi-weekly, but they go out to your people who are following you and into their email and into their message box. Not as in their news feed, but in their message box. That's why I like that for those who subscribe. So when I first started my newsletter, I um, and I was always doing articles, but when I first started my newsletter, I just sent out a list and said, hey, my newsletter is called Get Out There, Get Known. Same name as the podcast. Within two days, I had 3,000 subscribers. It's like, wow. So now the subscribers are reading more of the newsletter than they were of my articles. So that's why you want people to read your content, to consume your content, and you want those raving fans. So out of the 25,000, I have like, now I have like 5,000 that are really, really interested in my newsletter that comes out every week. And so people are commenting on that. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. The other one is Twitter. And I would say for any author, please get on Twitter connect LinkedIn and Twitter, all right? Start a Twitter account and connect the two. When you connect those two, you can do a status update in LinkedIn and it'll go on Twitter. So a lot of people think that I'm all over the place, but really I just connected those two. Just like you can connect Facebook and Instagram, you can connect LinkedIn and Twitter. So within Twitter, you want to make sure that the bio is there and the website is there and you use the same cover. The other best practice is to make sure that you're using hashtags. There's a whole lesson I could do on hashtags. But if you are an author, you want to make sure that you're using what you know your readers would be looking for, for those hashtags. Those hashtags are discoverability tools. That's really what they're for. They're discoverability tools. So you want to make sure, for me, I use a hashtag PR coach, publicity tips, PR tips. I use Dr. Pam Perry as a hashtag as well. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. And then, like I said, the auto tweets that you can do um, using LinkedIn work very, very well. And the other reason why I like Twitter, because the media is on Twitter. So if we're trying to get out there and get known, I have had so many of my clients that I always tell them, please use Twitter, please use Twitter. And finally, they're using Twitter and they're getting media inquiries from Twitter. And it's because they're using the hashtags and they're also following the reporters that they would like to be on their shows or in their newspapers or magazines. They're following them and they're following back. So they see what each other are doing. And then when they need an opportunity to need someone to speak on a subject, they're going to contact the people that they first see on Twitter. That is why that's probably the biggest secret I can give you about media, because I'm telling you that's where they are. And for most parts, they also list, if you have a news tip, to put that in. They, they have it in their Twitter bio, right? And you can also inbox them on, on Twitter as well. So one of the things, if you see something that is um, very similar, this headline in the news, something that's very uh, going on right now, and it's a subject that you're writing about in your book, make sure you let that person, the reporter, know that that's what you speak on and that you let them know that, hey, I know that you've written a story or you're writing a story, you're researching that. I have a different angle. I'd like to weigh in on that. I'm an expert on this. I wrote a book on that. That's how that happens. We're talking about real time. And also, too, it drives traffic to your website. 
Twitter does. It Google's really, really high because it's so fast. And the other one, I call it the last one, the big five, is YouTube. YouTube is owned by Google. Google is what we do all the time. When we want to find out anything, we just Google it like it's a verb, right? I Googled it. So you want to make sure that you have at least one feature video. And I would say make that feature video your book trailer, all right? Book trailers are really like your little two-minute uh, commercial about your book. And so I have Judge Leonia Lloyd, who's won like five she's won five book awards but on her youtube channel she has two videos one is a feature video the overall trailer and then she did another one for black history month and i think she's doing another one for women's history month so she'll have videos but it's titled so that when people google her that video shows up and like i said pictures are worth a thousand words videos worth a million. So we want to make sure that we're using video a lot. Within the videos, if you have a lot of videos, you want to create playlists. So if you go to mine, my I have um, Pam Perry TV in YouTube. You could search for that and you'll see I'll have a playlist for my podcast. I have a playlist for client testimonials. I'll have a playlist for Speakers Magazine. I'll have a playlist for Ready, Set, Go. So all those videos are categorized together. Just like you would do a playlist on Spotify, it's the same type of thing. You can do it on YouTube. And the most important on the best practices besides the feature video is about section on YouTube. Put in your website, put in your email, put in as much information as you can, because like I said, it is the second largest search engine. So if someone is looking for you, they want you to speak, they want you to, to come and do a book signing, whatever, if they're going to Google you, they'll probably find YouTube and you need to, they go to that YouTube channel, they're going to go to the about section and please have it filled out. All right. And so your cover photo should match your Twitter, should match your LinkedIn and, and have everything consistent in that. So make sure your cover art, it's very, very large. So your, your designer will know which one to do. So then people always ask me, with so much on my plate, how do I find the time to do this? So there are some tools. You can use Hootsuite, Meet Egger. You can use um, Buffer. These are automations, just Google social media automation tools. And they will. You can, you can put everything in there like once a week for the whole week, or you can put it in there for the whole month. And it will automatically go to all of your social media sites for you. You have to program it, but it will do it for you. There's an app for everything. The other thing is like, how do I get to the qualified people? How do I know where my readers are? And really, you're going to know by going, lurking and listening and seeing what is going on. Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? If you're on Facebook, are they in groups? Or are they really congregating in pages? So you have to really get a lay of the land to see where your reactions are coming from and where, where the most reactions are coming from. You got to do a little bit of the analytics, but don't get too deep with it. You can kind of just tell, right? The other thing is just, you want to make sure that if you're doing anything offline to make sure that you let your online world know about it. So if you're going to be speaking somewhere at a church, let them know, take some pictures, put that up there. If you're going to be uh, doing something, a television commercial, you know, not commercial, but a TV uh, as a guest, make sure that you get some behind the scene footage of that and put that up on your social media. So make sure you're weaving them both. It's hard for probably people to really think this way, but it's a way to really get your digital footprint out there 
to build your platform. And so when someone who wants to uh, bring you in to speak or either buy like your books, your books in bulk, they want to Google you and see what else you've done. So if you've just done like the Today Show, but they missed it, you want to make sure that that's on social media. Have you coming in the building, sitting in the green room, getting your makeup done, being having someone, you know, maybe your publisher something with you, uh, you know, shooting pictures of you from the, the uh, set. I mean, as much as you can. And then outlining that digital footprint in your social media from the leveraging your PR. And the other part is like, should I join Clubhouse? Should I join TikTok? It's a whole nother conversation for another day. But I will say Clubhouse is the social audio app is a great platform for authors because they can speak about their book and really show their expertise. TikTok is a is a fast growing platform where you can get so much traction, but you don't have to dance on it. You can do I would say lurk and listen before you actually jump into it. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Clubhouse, but I'm on it because I have to understand it for my clients. But not everyone needs to do that, okay? So it's just one of the main things. So um, I keep talking about different things and I have different clients. I have members in my Ready, Set, Go Speak program. You see that going across the bottom. So if you want to get more information about that, just go to ReadySetGoSpeak.com. That's a really great way to to um, know all about some of the things that I'm saying in a little bit more detail. And then the last thing I'm going to say, final words, is the automation tools I talked about, Hootsuite, uh, Buffer, Meet Edgar. Those are some of the social media automation tools. Getting reviews, please get reviews on Amazon and also on Facebook. Um, and LinkedIn, get recommendations. Lurk and listen on the different platforms that are new to you. Lurk and listen on Clubhouse. Just sign up and just go to different rooms and listen. Uh, you can go to um, TikTok and just kind of watch it before you jump in and start doing a TikTok. And the other thing is that the whole point of social media and building your platform is to drive traffic to your website. Once you drive people to your website, you're going to collect their email, but not just like sign up for my newsletter, but give them some kind of gift in exchange for their email and then keep in touch with them by doing email marketing using things like Active Campaign or Aweber. And then the other thing is hashtags. Whole nother thing, but using some hashtags so that what your readers are looking for will be able to find you out of everybody on the internet. So pound hashtag Christian author, Christian novelist, um, you know, those are the hashtags that, that typically trend, but then find some that are unique to you as well. And then apps. One of the apps that you can use, I said I would give you this, is using Canva. Canva is a great tool to use. I didn't do this with Canva, but Canva is a great tool to use for everyday social media. It's C-A-N-V-A.com. Very inexpensive. Um, or you can even get the free version, but you can do a lot with Canva so that it get, does that first A. It gets attention and it attracts your ideal audience and then really converts them and transforms them into customers. And so that's really all I have. Want to make sure that you do try to do this within the 30 minute uh, time frame so that we have questions because so many people have so many questions about uh, social media. But make sure that you go to panperrypr.com, download my ebook. It's about 160 pages. It'll talk about how to really dominate and build your brand and celebrate your brand online. It'll talk about blogging. It'll talk about the social media posting, what types of posting, whether you 
use infographics or whether you use carousel, Instagrams. I mean, there's so many different ways to do a lot of this. But the main thing is that you keep in mind of who your ideal reader is, who your ideal audience is, knowing what message that you're bringing, being consistent with that message, giving it some time, and then also making sure that you're converting. And then also, too, it circles back and you thanking them and you asking them to bring their friends along to build your community, to build your tribe up as well. So those are the things that I really just have at PamPerryPR.com and uh, get that ebook. Uh, you'll really, really enjoy it. And then, you know, keep in touch. Uh, follow me. See how I'm using different things. I'm using reels on on Instagram. I'm using stories on Facebook. I mean, so each one has their own particular thing that they that that they could do. But look at what works for you. Where do you get the most response? Where are people really finding you the most? And make sure that you always ask people when people are new to your email list, you know, have them hit reply back. How did you find out about me? You know, if there's a form on your website, how did you find out about me? That's the best way. And say, oh, I saw you on YouTube or I saw you on Instagram. Or, or if you're spending all this time on Instagram and no one's really finding you on Instagram, cut the Instagram down, make it automated. Whenever you post to Facebook, make it go to Instagram. That way you don't have to be there and hanging out there, right? You do want to engage, but you know how much time should you put towards it? It's your marketing. So you want to put as much towards your marketing time as you can, right? And so it may be you're spending like you know an hour a day on your marketing tasks, and that's just part of it. So it just depends on how fast you are about really creating your content. And some of it could be quotes from your book. I mean, there's so many creative ways to do it, but I will say that you probably need to get into some kind of program that will help you decide your content strategy so that you can really maximize your time and become proficient in it. So with that, I am at about 30, 35 minutes or so. I want to make sure that I uh, left time for questions and, and Q&A and things like that because it is a lot to it. So again, you can go to ReadySetGoSpeak.com. That's a membership program where you'll get like a branding accelerator course in there. You'll get a lot of information where I go over positioning, publicity, uh, platform building. Again, platform building is so, so key. Uh, definitely go over social media. I go over media relations. And then also too, I have uh, interviews with media people that actually what they're saying, what they're looking for when they're, when people are pitching them, what they say they like and what they don't like. So you hear it straight from them. Like, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Each one is different, but pretty much you'll see a thread out of all the nine media people that I have interviewed. You'll hear a thread of what they're looking for. They're looking for something that's timely. They would appreciate if you understand what their beats are, what they cover. They would appreciate that you call them by their name and spell their name correctly. You will hear that all the time. They do not like just plain press releases. They like a pitch letter to explain to them like why we should cover you. It's not just about your book, but what is the news angle for their outlet, whether it's their newspaper, magazine, their podcast, a radio show, or TV. Podcasts are great. Think of them just like radio shows. Have a little bit longer time. I would say probably do podcasting first. And then make sure you're adding those podcasts that you're on to your social media and adding them to your website as well. So you can do a podcast tour. You could do a blog tour. You could do a book tour, but start with podcasts because you can really explain 
in a half an hour or so what it is that your messaging is about your book, why people should really read it, why should they should pick it up. So you want to make sure you have that messaging down. But my Ready, Set, Go Speak really goes over the messaging, how to get that down and succinct, how to talk in sound bites so that you can be invited back over and over and over again. All right. And the other thing, too, that I really, really love that is in the Ready, Set, Go Speak is a membership. So it's a membership where people can actually talk privately, not on Facebook group, but privately with each other. And then once a month, we show up live with them and um, answer any questions. So if they, if I say, okay, let me read your bio, you got to redo your bio. Let me see your speaker kit. Let me see your press kit. We just go over that and we look at it directly. So it's, it's almost like it's a done, it's a done, like a self-paced, but we have some parts in there where we actually do a little bit more um, interaction with, with the members as well, because a lot of it, you know, it's like I had a question about you went over this and I saw it in the program. I saw it in the modules, but I have questions. So once a month, we actually do that as well. So it's, it's, it's and then every Monday we have a marketing memo, just a real short action of what people can do in order to move closer to their dream of really getting out there and getting out. Yeah, that's it. Alrighty, so I'm Pam Perry, pamperrypr.com. Have any questions, make sure you go there or just try the 7-7 challenge at the Ready, Set, Go Speak as well. Alrighty, God bless and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.